This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. Of course, I'm being joined by you, everybody listening all over North America. Hawaii, out to New England, down to Southern California, and even out to to Florida, South Florida. And much love to all my folks listening in Florida. I'm going to be here with you for one more hour. It's a four-hour show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. It's been a busy night. We talked about everything and everyone from Jerry Jones to Greg Popovich to the Raiders, to the Dolphins, to Zion Williamson. We talked about Miles Garrett. We don't know, you know, his playing status, a strained biceps and a, a shoulder injury after his car accident. Yeah, he was just overturned in his Porsche. It was reported that he was trying to avoid an animal and he overcorrected his vehicle and his turn. Well, non-life-threatening injuries. Well, that sounds that sounds good to me. I mean, there's no such thing as a, a great accident, but damn it, when you can walk away from it, I, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. And so as we continue on with the show, I am in Philadelphia. I want to show love to the Philadelphia Eagles, this 3-0 team. I should have wore my Ricky Waters jersey, an old throwback. I should have ran around in that. I'll be at Drexel University in the morning time. And I, I, I just want to show love, especially given what they've been able to do, always with the underdog mentality. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the embodiment of that, and so we'll get there. We have a lot of callers who have been waiting patiently on the line to discuss many things. I just ran you through everything we've discussed, and by the way, if you want to keep up with me, I am at JR Sport Brief. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I've posted photos with Rocky. I've made fun of people running up the Rocky steps. Uh, People are telling me to get cheesesteak here. I'm just I'm just here to talk to the students. I'm going to do that. 
but I'm going to talk to you first. And then we even had an argument, Shep and I, about Marvel movies and Marvel versus classic films. It just Anything could be a classic. Anything. Even Wolverine. It could be. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and hit these lines up. We got Jim from Wisconsin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, didn't we just try to talk to you? Yes, I was in the kitchen doing some stuff and I dumped the phone. You were doing what? You were in the kitchen doing what? Cleaning. Oh, you're a good man. Cleaning the kitchen. Good, good, good. Yeah. So what's up? But no, I was the the fellow that called earlier. Yeah. That didn't know who the owner of the Cowboys was before Jerry Jones. It was Tex Schramm. Was he the full owner? I know he ran the team. Did he own it? Yes. He oh, is God the one love. that turned it into America's team. Yes, and then Jerry Jones uh, bought it from him and then turned it into what would you call it? Well, he booted Tom Landry out the door before the ink was dried on the contract. Yes. Yeah, but I'm asking and you. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, we know Jimmy Johnson is Switzer, and then we can go on and on. What yeah. what would you call the team since Jerry Jones purchased it? Do you really want me to use the word pathetic? I don't care what you use as long as it's a clean <laughs> word. Pathetic sounds clean to me. That would be the word I would use. Because okay. have they done anything? It's been 1995. So we're talking upwards of 30 years now since anything has happened with the Cowboys. Since well, the championship, Because yes. yeah. even Danny Switzer won the title with them. Yeah, and he got he he had a little bit of uh, what's how how can I explain it? He got he got the back end of the success that Jimmy helped lay the foundation yeah. for. He wound up winning with Jimmy Johnson's team. Yes, he did. I don't think there's a better way to put it. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, I got a. Well, well, Jim, what else you got? Were you sniffing any of them chemicals while you were cleaning? Were you using bleach? No, I was not. Okay, I was just washing dishes. Oh, okay. That's that's a good thing. I'm just. I, I have hay fever and allergies, and right now it's a ragweed and goldenrod. Time I'm sorry. Wisconsin. I'm sorry to hear that. What did you just say to me? What? It it's the ragweed and goldenrod season time in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. I thought you said something else. Okay, because it's just you just sound a little drowsy, so I was concerned. No, I I'm wide awake. Okay, if you say so. All right, you got anything else, Jim? Uh, <laughs> only that the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I was born and raised. I lived through the 70s and 80s with the Packers when they sucked. Okay. All right, well, good, and, good luck. You think they're going to win this win, year? They're going to win it every year. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I saw what happened against the 49ers. It didn't work out all that well. Hey, Jim, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, it sometimes life sucks. Oh, wait. Oh, well, what a Debbie Downer. Damn. <laughs> well, hey, Shep. <laughs> yeah, he, he, 
Is that what he was thinking about while he was washing them dishes? Or damn, the Packers are good sometimes. Well, sometimes life sucks. No, damn. I, I think he enjoyed uh, being in the kitchen and and, and taking care of the chores uh, for his family. What I will say is, I would yeah. think life sucks if I have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Now, minus the whole Mississippi take advantage of the state thing for over thirty years combined, and I only come up with two Super Bowls. Life would suck for me too. <laughs> you think Brett Favre? He knew where that money was coming from, right? JR, you know, it's funny. You you've you've mentioned <laughs> he knows. it. Right. Yes, I have. You've you've certainly talked about it. It is amazing, and you have to be fair here. It does seem like and I know it's got more teeth and it's a sexier story, but people are being more critical of Ime Udoka than they are Brett Favre. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, we see this we see this everywhere online. I know Sirius XM and, and wherever the hell else Brett Favre talks that they have uh they have suspended him in the meantime while all of this kind of gets explored and, and takes place. I, I just can't get with the thought and the idea that at one point in time Brett Favre just literally put sent a text message to the woman who was in charge of just sharing in and just allocating the funds, and he's just like, well, is anybody going to find out, you know, that this money is coming to me Is the media? And it's just like, why are you worried about it, bro? Like, just, I, I get it. You want privacy just like everybody else, but I don't know. Maybe Brett Favre knew absolutely nothing. Maybe. It just, but it still feels like he knew that there was some type of funny business going on. To what extent, I'm not prepared to absolutely bury him. But if he had his hand in digging into people's money, I'm like, can you be that bad, though? It, it's almost like, can you be that bad of a human? People steal every day. Sure. You're the Mississippi guy. That's you. That's you. You want to steal from your folks? No, I'm... I'm I'm waiting to see what else happens. But it is oh so dirty already. And everyone involved in the situation has started to plead guilty. People are starting to sing like canaries. Uh, well, you plead guilty, we'll give you a slap on the wrist. But you got to tell us everything that you know. You got to implicate everybody that you know was involved in this. And what's Brett Favre doing right now? I don't know, he's sitting on his hands waiting for the other shoe to drop. I have no idea. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Rich is calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Good evening, JR. How are you? I'm okay, Rich. What's up? Got two things for you. Excuse me. First thing is I want to pass the Spurs test. I gotta honestly tell you, I had to look it up to recognize three guys on the roster. We got uh, Zach Collins, Doug McDermott, and Josh <laughs> Richardson. Those are the only three I even know of, even heard of, and I follow the NBA. Yeah, well, that's why Popovich. He ain't trying to motivate his guys. Like, no, yeah, he, he's trying to like it is. Yeah, he's just like we suck. What do you want me to do? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to tank and get a guy next year. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to talk about. Uh, an earlier caller was talking about, you know, the fact that why don't the owners own their uh, own stadiums? One of the things the Bears are doing, uh, which is for the first time in about 50 years, a good move. Racetrack. The Cap- 
McCaskey has been running the Bears like a family delicatessen, and they have a bad lease at Soldier Field. But this acquisition of land in Arlington Heights, 20 minutes away from the city, it's it's what you said. It's a complete development, and it's the old Arlington racetrack that was torn down. Yeah, they've got 200 acres, and you've got gambling. They've got a deal with uh, DraftKings or one of the big casino uh, companies are coming in. Entertainment, restaurants, you know, development all around that area. And the enhancement, the reason they're doing it, and I looked this up, the, the most valuable teams in the NFL by rank are the Cowboys, Rams, Patriots, Giants, top four. And they all own their own stadiums. It's not publicly funded. The Bears were, uh, are projected with that acquisition of land and stadium once built in two years to increase their value $2 billion to come in fifth place. So I think they're they're priming the franchise after all these years to be sold. And if you're going to sell it and it's worth $2 billion more just by building your own facilities, that makes a lot of sense. And the best thing in the world, as someone else pointed out, is to get these guys that really don't know how to run a, a football franchise, like well, the McCaskey. Out. Well, I don't, I don't know if they'd be priming it to sell as opposed to just continuing to build up value. I am, I'm very familiar with, with, with that situation. And let me ask you this. It's one thing for everybody to kind of trek on down to downtown, onto the 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 lake and and watch the bears are people gonna really want to say let's 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 travel up i-90 to to go watch them there i mean people will do it but in that location you saying 20 minutes isn't that kind of being generous well i'm talking public transportation they have actually trains that go from the city i live in the city i live downtown well not everybody not everybody lives in the city no, I understand that. Part of the reason they did it, they did a survey, this may surprise you, but of the season ticket holders, about 65% of them are out in the suburbs. They're not in the city. So yeah, I, I figure. They're coming in from the suburbs anyway. It's, per, it's more convenient, less congestion. You know, And I think the people that are tourists that are going to come in to the city are going to stay downtown anyway. They're not going to be hanging out in Arlington Heights for a three-day weekend. They'll go to the game, but they're not staying out there. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, man, I'm I'm just saying that's 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 on the northern end of the city. It's a big ass place, yeah. and yeah. I can I can tell you, I don't live in Chicago. I frequent. I love the city. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of family there. And I say this about any stadium. I, I've had my share of stadiums and all over the country. Me personally, nothing drives me more crazy than having to commute out to a stadium. Jerry's World, I hate going out there. I'd prefer to be, and, and you know, it's a different situation, but even, even almost like Houston, you could take a short tram or whatever that trolley is, and you can get to NRG. Uh, I, I just, I can't stand having to travel a year and a day out to a football stadium. I can't stand going to MetLife in, in New Jersey from New York City. I don't want to – I just want to – give me a quick, simple commute, 
don't give me all this crap where I gotta I gotta drive and sit in traffic. I'm not I'm not doing it. What about the Patriots? Everybody's doing it up there. I don't go. I don't go watch them. Listen, I, well, I've I've had my personal share of going to games and and seeing them. And when I go to games, I'm there before the gates open. A lot of times, if I feel like staying afterwards, I'll stay after. And then a lot of times, I'll be like, man, I'm getting the hell out of here before traffic. I'm not sticking around for this mess. That's just me personally. I can't stand it. I got a TV at home. I got another TV. I can watch five games here. I I don't got to wait to go to the restroom. I don't got to pass by five drunks. You know, it's a little bit simpler in the house. Well, the new stadium is going to have over 20,000 more seats. And, you know, Soldier Field has the smallest capacity in the NFL. Yes, it does. The third largest seat. That makes no sense. Yeah, I get it. I'm not I'm not knocking the move, and I know they, they tried to retrofit it to look like a spaceship, uh, and it's it, it's time for something new. Yep. I, I get it. I'm just a little – me personally, and it's not like they're building the stadium for me. They sure as hell are not. I'm just like, damn, it's far. I ain't going out there. That's just me. I'm also so someone oh, – go ahead, Rich. No, I was going to say, I, I think when you talk to the locals around – I'm not from here originally – I've lived all over the country, so I'm not drinking the beer Kool-Aid, but i got to tell you, I've been to many games. Uh, I'm an ex-player, not in the NFL, but in college, and know some of the ex-Bears, and they get free tickets all the time. We don't go. It's too much of a logjam. Just the reverse problem that you were talking about. It takes about an hour and a half to get in Soldier Field, about two hours to get out. It's on the lakefront. It dumps out into... There's no parking around the stadium. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's about a three hour round trip. Even yeah. if you live in the city. Yeah. I, I know, Rich. Close. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. Well, thank you for calling from Chicago, sure. man. I appreciate you. All right. See ya. No doubt. Yeah, I get it. Now I say all of that. I will and on occasion. I'll go out to, to NASCAR tracks and them tracks be out in the middle of nowhere. I'll go there. I hang out up in the in the suite, eat all the food, and then leave. And have a couple beers, one, two beers, three, all responsibly. Only three. Or two. Matter of fact, only one. 855-2124-CBS. Rick is calling from Seattle. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, I just wanted to share my take on the whole Brett Favre uh, situation. Uh-oh. I think it's just disgusting to steal uh, essentially misspend funds that are supposed to go to the most vulnerable parts of the population and essentially give the money so that Brett Favre can build some volleyball facility. I think it's, I don't know, there's some evil about it. And, you know, oftentimes we hear a lot of right-wingers talk about welfare queens and they, they almost sound kind of racist the way they talk about that paint the image of, like, uh, you know, people in the ghetto being welfare queens. Well, it turns out that Brett Favre is the welfare queen. Well, damn. Can we find out first if if he actually knew where the money was coming from? That's all I'm waiting on. It smells fishy. It is disgusting. I think we all know that. Anybody who's stealing from anybody is a piece of trash. How about that? I said it.
I got no shame in it. Well, somebody listening to me right now is a thief. Well, you're a piece of trash. What can I say? But then for what he just said, absolutely. You want to take from folks who do not have? You are definitely a piece of trash. They got the, they got the oven on for you. It's waiting for you. And Brett Favre certainly seems rather interesting. The scenario, something is wrong. He knew that something was wrong. If you look at the text messages, it appears that he wasn't just trying to protect his privacy. There's, there's a reason for it. Why? People aren't done running their yaps about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to continue to run my yap. I'll be back on the other side of the break. Back with you, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for your brand of sports talk. You are the best. And I appreciate you keeping us entertained, informed with your hard hitting and beautiful style of sports talk. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's early, folks. In the NFL season, it's early. I love the the Jalen Hurts conversations. I love it. MVP caliber conversations, and it's way too damn early. But the fact that he is playing like an MVP makes me happy. This is a man who had his job taken away from him in the biggest spot. National championship game. Tua Tonga Valoa said, it's my job now. He had to leave. This man is selected in the second round of the NFL draft, and they're just like, oh, are we going to give him a chance? Yeah, sure, but prove it. He starts to prove it last year. He's starting to prove more of it this go-round. People are talking about him. He's having an MVP start to his year. Is he going to win the MVP? Probably not, but it's still early. But, man, if the Eagles keep on doing this, then I can't wait for him to get paid. Offensive line is clicking. They're beating up on scene. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Sure. Beating Detroit, a little too much. A little too close. 38-35. You beat up on Minnesota. You smashed Washington. You got Jacksonville coming up next. And for, I guess, the first time in forever, the Jacksonville Jaguars will actually feel positive heading into a game because they just beat the Chargers 38-10. to Good for Trevor Lawrence. He must feel like a real NFL player now. He won a game. The Eagles got to keep this going, and they'll they'll go they'll go right into the playoffs. But if you look at their schedule, 
they got a great chance to just keep beating up on folks. Jacksonville, Arizona's a winnable game. Dallas Cowboys, winnable game. That'll be Sunday night football in a couple of weeks. Steelers aren't what they used to be. Nice interstate rivalry there. The Houston Texans, who's shaking in their boots about the Texans? Washington again. The Colts, nobody's scared of them. Green Bay will give a fight. Tennessee is there. They exist. The Giants exist. Chicago exists. Dallas exists. New Orleans, God knows what they will look like by the time January comes around. I had the Saints in my top six list of NFL teams before the season. That's not looking good. And they got the Giants. The Eagles have a schedule in front of them where they could just punch everybody in the face. The most difficult opponents for them on the rest of their schedule, and I'm talking about for the entire season. It's Green Bay and New Orleans. If I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I am jumping for joy. Not only have we got an improved offense, bringing in A.J. Brown, go ask the Tennessee Titans, you know, how they feel about this man being gone. Devontae Smith is like, man, I've been eating that Wawa. I got my muscles now. This is a team last year that led, led the NFL in rushing. And now they can throw the ball some more? You know, the quarterback is actually developed as a passer? Man, don't fall into no trap game here. Jaguars at the Eagles. The Eagles got to smash them. Just a couple miles from me right now. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tyler is here from Arkansas. On the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Tyler? Uh, good evening, or I should say good morning, JR. How are you doing tonight, brother? I'm Okay. Man, I like the Eagles talk, but let me tell you something. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. It sucks. And I just don't understand why people root for the Eagles and the Giants and the and the Commanders, excuse me, still think the as the Redskins. But look, Dallas Dallas has an elite elite defense. Nobody's won the NFC East back to back in seventeen years. Dallas is about to do that this year. And you talk about the schedule. The schedule favors all the teams in the NFC East this year. We get to play the AFC Middle East, whatever you want to call them, with the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts and all those guys. It's the the AFC South. South, whatever you want to call them. Middle East. I'm from the Middle East or middle of the United States. So whatever you want to call them, AFC South. And then we get to play the guys up in the North and Green Bay and those guys in Chicago and Minnesota and Detroit. Those aren't good. Those those two divisions are trash this year. They're trash. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anybody to throw to up in Green Bay. So Dallas defense, you know, everybody says that defense wins championships. Dallas led the league in interceptions last year. Dallas leads the league right now in sacks. They're gonna they're gonna pressure every quarterback that they play this year. And next week we play Washington, and Carson Wentz leads the league in sacks this year. So I'm not scared of Mr. Jalen Hurts up in Philadelphia. 
I'm not well, it's, scared. It, it's not it's not just Jalen Hurts, and and I I know you know this. It's not about going out and playing one phase of football. I mean, for as much as you want to say about the Dallas Cowboys and their defense, uh, are, are you at all worried that Demarcus Lawrence is? Are, are you concerned at all that he's gonna? you know, maybe miss a couple of games here or there like he typically always does? It's not a thought? No, I'm I'm not scared. DeMarcus is a is a man, you know, and we've got we've got guys that can play. We've we've got the front seven that is just elite. Elite. I mean Marcus okay. Parsons runs a four four. Well I, so I I mentioned I mentioned one one well, I mentioned one guy on the defense, but then I want I want you to talk about the offense. The offensive sure. line. The, the sure. lack of offensive weapons that you haven't had over the past couple of years. The overall owner of the franchise who does not shut up and get out the way. I mean, you can, you can hype up the defense, but the defense alone, they ain't going out there and scoring touchdowns every game. So, I mean, how can we look at one phase and ignore the other? No, I, I'm not saying I ignore what you're saying. Jerry Jones is a virus. He's been oh. a virus. He's been a virus since 1989. We all know this. And I've said this to multiple people. Jerry Jones got to get out of his own way. What, what owner in any sports franchise on the planet talks about injury reports? Okay, He's got to get out of his own way. And when he does, we'll be elite. Okay. You know, Dallas is winning games with nobody on the offense. We're playing with JV teams with the JV team on the offense right now. But I'm talking about right. winning games two and zero these past two weeks against pretty two pretty good teams. Well, you know, Tyler, I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati won the Super Bowl last year. I mean, they've well, got guys that can catch the ball. They've well, got let, Joe well, Burrow well, that, that can throw yeah, the ball. Yeah, well, Joe Joe Burrow's also been on his back more than he would want to, and it's a different season. What do you think the end result is for the Dallas Cowboys this season? I think the end result is we're NFC East champions and we go win a playoff game and they get oh. beat. I mean, that's just the, been okay. the story of these guys for the last 25 years. Yeah. I just cannot sit here and say that the Eagles are going to go win the East as a Cowboys fan. I just cannot do it. Oh, well, you can, you, you can be a fan. You can also come to reality. I think to start things off, and yes, we do have a very long season in front of us, to start things off, the Eagles are a stronger team. That's it. There's just there's just a fact. What happens at the end of 17 games, we shall see. We do know this. It's a two-team race in the NFC East. You have the Philadelphia Eagles. You have the Dallas Cowboys. And then you got the Commanders and the Giants. Well, damn it, they can just kick rocks until the end of the season. Especially with the quarterbacks, man. They just going to get them guys the hell up on out of there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, speaking of speaking of the Giants, Sterling Shepard, this man blew out his knee, not doing a damn thing but running a route on MetLife Stadium on their turf. Odell Beckham Jr. was not happy or thrilled about this. And damn it, why can't they play on grass? I think we know the answer. We're going to talk about that on the other side. I'm going to get in your calls before I have to roll out. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Best sports show in the country, my friend. JR, always a pleasure to talk to you, brother. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, we, we talked about the Cowboys, the, the Spurs, the Raiders, the Eagles, the Dolphins. Harden, the Brooklyn Nets. We've we've been around the world here tonight. So before we roll out, I want to talk to you quickly about uh, an issue. It might be growing in the NFL, and it has to do with the conditions of the field. And this is as a result of what we saw last night. It wasn't just the Cowboys beating the Giants at MetLife. You know, Sterling Shepard went down with a torn ACL, non-contact injury. And this isn't the first time that we've seen such a thing happen either A, at MetLife Stadium or, or B, just overall on a, on a turf surface. And so I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you in a second about that. I need to fill you in here. This is very important for me to do. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. The Defensive Player of the Week? How about the night? It's the damn Blue Jays, okay? They lost to the New York Yankees 5-2. The New York Yankees have now clinched the American League East, but... Why am I putting the Blue Jays in this category? My apologies to my friends in Toronto. Damn it, they've been playing on defense, especially when it comes to Aaron Judge. They did not want to pitch to this man. Aaron Judge tonight had one official at bat. He was walked a career high four times. He is now, it's been seven games that he has not hit a home run. We know Aaron Judge, the world has been waiting on this guy to tie Roger Maris at 61 for an entire week now. And these damn Blue Jays, they didn't, they didn't want to pitch to the guy. And to Aaron Judge's credit, he ain't out there swinging away just trying to launch the ball, you know, into the next atmosphere or over the border. He's taking his time. And so the clock is still ticking on Aaron Judge to go out there and hit number 61 and then hopefully break the record at at number 62. And so the New York Yankees, they go ahead, as I told you, they clinched the American League East. Uh, congrats to the St. Louis Cardinals. They did the same thing as well for the National League Central. And, man, I'm just I'm buying time until we get into the playoffs. But between now and then, don't be so defensive. Throw the damn ball at Aaron Judge, and let's get this over with. Every five minutes, every at-bat, Here's Aaron Judge. Is he going to do it? I don't know. We'll see. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get Rich on from Baltimore, and I want to talk to you about this turf. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Rich. What's up? How do, JR? Nice to talk with you. Uh, I just want to give you a lot of kudos, man, because, you know, you pay it forward by going to all these universities. I wish somebody like you talked to my school many years ago at Towson. But it's so cool how you, you you basically explain to these kids how to get involved in the business, whether they're doing anything in broadcasting or media. And that is a very cool thing you're paying it forward. So I appreciate that. No doubt. What's up? Anyways, um, I, it's gonna, I think one of the craziest games of the week 
is going to be uh, at the Big Crab Cake in Baltimore in the pouring rain. We're going to get the remnants of that storm coming through Saturday and all Sunday. And I got to tell you, it's going to mean a lot of ground and pound ground game because, you know, uh, Lamar likes to throw now, and 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 you know, and we're, we're going to see the same thing on the other side because Josh Allen is just incredible talent to watch these two young bucks go at it with each other. Uh, it's going to be a wild game and the rain, just like snow, it sort of, it evens the playing field a little bit, you know, but yeah, they're both well, good teams. So it's going to no, be absolutely. We, we got two teams here that are going to, well, I, I put it this way when I talked about it last night, we got two teams that need to quote unquote, get over the hump. Like the, right. what, what more can we see out of these two squads in the regular season? It's like, right. is Josh Allen going to win MVP? Is Lamar going to win MVP? You know, what team is going to win 12 games or 11 or whatever the case might be? It's now to the point of, okay, what will y'all actually do when you get to the playoffs? And sure, these games that we see right now, they're a bonus there. They set the the barometer for what we'll see in the postseason. But it's uh, I, I'm just anxiously waiting, man. That's, that's it. I want to get through these games and enjoy it, right. and it'll be fun to watch them in the rain. What's well, going to happen in the playoffs? Football too, and I will just say this: all it is is just an invitation to get a ticket to the dance. Because what happens in the regular season, the record means nothing when the dance starts. Right. And how do you shine? That's what makes a football player, and especially a squad's history. But thanks again for all your insight. I appreciate it. I listen every night. And thanks again for taking my call. Well, thank you, Rich, for calling from Baltimore, man. I, I appreciate you. I'm going to be down in Baltimore, real, real soon. And you, you talk about playing out in the elements and, and the rain, snow, et cetera, on and on. Playing at the turf or playing on the turf in MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, home of the Jets and Giants, it, it seems perilous even in its own space. So it, here's the deal. Last night, if you were watching or listening to Monday Night Football, in, in that last and final play, where Daniel Jones is throwing a ball, his receiver slips, ends up in the hands of, of, of Diggs. Sterling Shepard blew out his knee. Running his route wasn't doing a damn thing, but running in a straight line. Odell Beckham Jr. tweeted out, didn't take him any time. It's like, man, NFL makes billions of dollars, and we still got turf? Like, we can't go around and run around on the actual grass, which I think most of us know and understand. It's safer. It's softer. It's just a matter of the actual maintenance. And then when you look at a a stadium like MetLife, you got two teams playing there in the Northeast. You have the Jets. You have the Giants. There's going to be something going on on that field from September, basically August. All the way to December. Is it a matter of money or are we talking reality? It's always amazed me. You go to a baseball stadium or you go anywhere and you look at the grass and you look at how, how manicured and how well kept it is. And you think about the drainage and you just go, well, damn. I wish I could just get grass like that in my front yard and my backyard. And I got to pay all this money to get the grass. Well, is it impossible for them to do so? You playing up in the Northeast, are the Jets and Giants, is it too much of a cost to have a manageable field? I mean, you could pay all the money in the world to have excellent grass, but what good is it 
if you got giant human beings tearing it up every single week. I know there's there's so many technologies and mixes, etc. But as of right now, there's 17 grass fields in the NFL. There are 13 turf fields. Is it out of the realm of possibility for everyone to have grass? Uh, there's enough technology, I think, where they could do better than the, the turf. It's basically, and it's, it's not the same turf from 25 and 30 years ago. It's not. It's supposed to be technologically enhanced. But when you have so many injuries, especially at MetLife, Nick Bosa, knee injury last year. Kyle Fuller. We saw Kyle Fuller go down when the Ravens took on the Jets a couple weeks ago. The turf at MetLife is eating the players alive. Ain't nobody trying to see this. Bruce is calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Quickly, Bruce, quickly. Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm good. You're at the end of the show, man. You got to go quick. Okay, okay. I got, I got two things for you. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the Falcons this year? And number two, uh, the Braves and the Mets now are tied for the first first and first place together. They got a three-game series this weekend. Who you got winning that division? Well, first of all, I got. I don't think it matters who wins the division. I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm worried about okay. more so when you get to the playoffs, and I think Scherzer and DeGrom are, are more dangerous just straight out the shoot. The Braves have a, have a better offense. They have a more well-rounded team, but Scherzer and DeGrom are an absolute problem. I don't think it matters who wins the division, if I'm being honest there. And that doesn't matter. Home, road, away, they could play on Mars. doesn't matter. The other element, what was the other thing you asked me, the Falcons? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you think oh. about the Falcons and their young season so far? Oh man. Oh. I'm 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 looking at the clock and I'm waiting on it to go by, man, because we know Marcus ain't the guy. Ain't the guy. You know, it's this is regardless of what anybody wants to say or look at, this is a rebuilding season for the Falcons. Yeah. I appreciate you, Bruce. Thank you, sir. No doubt about it. Much love to everybody listening. Thank you so much to super producer Dave Shepard. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. Much love here in the, the, what is this, the city of brotherly love. Amy Lawrence is coming up next, CBS Sports Radio. I'll see you in the morning, Drexel. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.